0: Welcome back to The Lead. I'm Jake Tapper. I'm joined today by Zach Gelfand and Spencer Roth-Rose, two podcasters whose new hit show, Blackout Dates, is an investigation into the rise and fall of the movie ticket subscription service, MoviePass.
1: So... Did you ever think when you started this podcast that you make your way on to the Rachel Maddow show?
0: Gotta say, the favorite part for me, Jimmy Fallon, was when you went to go interview Bob in Wyoming and he attacked you with a shotgun! <laughs> Talk about a cliffhanger! The release of the first seven episodes of the podcast was met with instant acclaim. Who knew the public was so into juicy exposés of
1: famously mismanaged tech companies? People couldn't believe that Helios and Matheson was but the current iteration of an ancient Greek fraternal organization, bent on providing free unlimited entertainment to the masses. They couldn't believe that gods exist, and that they like WWE. But most of all, they couldn't believe that MoviePass was gone for good.
0: We were fielding calls from friends, family, and ex-girlfriends, left and right. Spence! I saw you in 60 Minutes! You were so great! And was that my old fedora you were wearing? (laughs) Hey, Dad. Crazy stuff. The whole thing was plotted really tightly. I'm, I'm so glad you're putting your Ivy League degree to good use. Oh, thanks so much for listening. Oh, but listen, uh, now that HBO has signed on for a docu-series based on your podcast, do you think maybe you could pay back that $2,200 you owe me? The Bitcoin on the hacker, those those plane tickets, even even shipping costs for the occult book really added up. Uh, I couldn't
1: have done it without you, Dad. I love you. Bye. We also went back to Josephine Pring, the lawyer who had put us in touch with former MoviePass employee Bob Butterman. We had last spoken with Bob at his chateau in Wyoming, where he and his family had assumed new French identities to escape from Mitch Lowe and MoviePass. He was then forced to move again after we sort of blew up his spot on the podcast, and we had no idea where he had gone. But Josephine was able to put us through on a secure line to speak with him one last time, under the condition we wouldn't publicize his newest identity.
0: We did it, Bob. We uncovered the truth behind MoviePass, and Jake Sodak's disappearance. I knew you paisans could do it. So, where was he?
1: He'd been vaporized by Helios and then inhaled through the sun god's celestial pores.
0: Oy, Marone. What are you gonna do? Would you believe Melissa was in on it the whole time? She knew what happened to Jake, but had to trick us into doing this whole investigation so that Helios would accept us as willing sacrifices. She was holding a bunch of Jake's old Helios and Matheson stock options, she would have been rich if Pass came back. Wow, what a twist. I didn't know she had it in her. So, MoviePass is over? Kaput?
1: We think so. Mitch and Melissa have seen the error of their ways and are dedicating their lives to good now. They're planning to open an art house cinema in the city together and keep ticket prices below $15.
0: No more stealing money from employees. No more human sacrifices. No more funding atrocious films like Gotti. Bob, do you know what this means? I'm... I'm free. You're free. Cosentina, caramilla! We're free! Grazie boys! <laughs> oh! So what are you going to do now? Well, we're just getting settled into our new home, and we all kind of dig living as proud Italo-Americans, so we might stick it out a little while here. But knowing Helios and Matheson isn't breathing down my neck anymore will help me sleep a whole lot better at night.
1: Well, if you ever need a place to stay in New York City, you know who to call. There will be a hot beer waiting with your name on it. Molto bene. Ciao! (laughs) Guys, you know what I just realized? What's up? Remember that myth Lorraine the Supernaturalist told us about Helios and his son Phaeton? I was blinded by my bladder for that. Would you mind summarizing? Sure, so Helios offered his son Phaeton a gift, whatever he wanted, and Phaeton wanted to drive Helios' sun chariot across the sky even though he wasn't strong enough. Lo and behold, when he did, it was a disaster and he almost destroyed the world. Zeus had to step in and take him out with a lightning bolt before he could do any more damage. That's the whole story. Jeez, that's a downer. Definitely. Lorraine said Pindaros Matheson chose Helios as his patron god because he identified with him, that the responsibility of providing free unlimited entertainment to the masses was an awesome power, like the power to ride the sun, and that it would be disastrous if it fell into the wrong hands. Makes sense. But looking back, knowing what we know now, in that story, I don't think Helios and Matheson is Helios anymore. It's Phaeton. I see what you mean. Helios and Matheson wasn't ready for this responsibility. It didn't have the strength to offer millions of subscribers a movie per day for the low, low price of $9.95 a month. It couldn't handle movie pass.
0: It got overwhelmed by the power it wielded and And was was destroyed destroyed while while trying trying to control control it. it. Yeah, exactly. So are we Zeus in this scenario? The third party who steps in to save the world?
1: Hmm, I kind of like that. So, what's next for you two? Got any new projects on the horizon? That's a great question, TikTok star Addison Ray, and thanks so much for having us on your Disney Plus show. Well, MoviePass might be sadly gone, but Helios and Matheson is still out there. We have a strong feeling that some of those other buzzy tech startups with unethical business practices might all be the product of a very familiar ancient cult. Uber, WeWork, Airbnb... Let's just say that those executive boards might want to clean up their act before we get to them. We also want to
0: start one of those podcasts where the hosts talk about a single movie for like eight plus hours.
1: What a great way to burn through all that goodwill. When we come back, the question on everyone's mind, will I still be famous one year from now? A wise man once said, it is better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all. Though today MoviePass might exist only in the memories of those lucky enough to have experienced it, the app leaves behind a legacy of bold imagination, furious improvisation, and tremendous swagger. It hit the scene, made our lives better, and immediately disappeared again, like the Fetty Wap of movie subscription services. Was it a mistake? Who's to say? Maybe a copycat service will come along, save the movie theater industry, and not flame out within a couple years. They'd certainly be able to learn from the glorious run that MoviePass had.
0: The fact of the matter is, the only reason we're still talking about MoviePass today is because of the big swing it took, and the ludicrously cheap price point it stuck to. And something tells me we won't stop talking
1: about it anytime soon. Who wouldn't consider that a victory? Another wise man once said, You learn so much more when you make a mistake. He believed it was best to be brave, be bold, and take big swings, even if the end result isn't quite what you had envisioned. He believed you can learn from mistakes and use the knowledge you gain to become better and better, stronger and stronger.
0: The first wise man that Zach just quoted was Alfred Lord Tennyson, British Poet Laureate under Queen Victoria. But the second? That was Mitch Lowe. It is absolutely true. You learn so much more when you make a mistake or you fail. Actually, Mitch Lowe. For Blackout Dates, I'm Zach Galfand. And I'm Spencer Roth-Rose. Thanks for listening.
1: I need you boys to come with me.
0: Us? Us? Yes, you come with me now. Who are you? Come where? Back to the future. Wait, wait a second. I'd recognize that generic Eastern European accent anywhere. You're the security guard from episode three, right? What are you doing in our studio? Well, I wasn't planning on coming back, but I was told I was fan favorite, so I logged back onto
1: Zencaster and plugged in my... What am I doing? There's no time for this. Quick, get in the car! No, 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 no! wait. We just wrapped. It was a long season. We're about to go head out to the Hamptons to blow off some steam. No time, no time! Here, watch your head on the suicide doors. Hang
0: on, SG. What happens in the future? What, do we become consultants or something? No, 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 no. You both turn out fine. It's
1: your kids, boys. Something has got to be done about your kids. You have kids? Aw, Zach. Well, hey, if we're going to continue the story, we have to go grab our mics. Mics? Well we're going, everything is already
0: mic Blackout Dates is created by Zach Gelfand and Spencer Roth-Rose. It is produced by Ryan Cox and Andrew Perlman in association with Erudite Productions. Sound design by Zach Gelfand. Theme music by Alex Hahn. Additional music by Kevin McLeod. Artwork by Madeline Godin. Publicity by Big Picture Media. Additional voices by Drew Zwetschenbaum, Fallon Rower, Daniel Asa Rose, Willow Hawks, and Lydia Roberts.